was me sweet baby sauce. You dunk chicken nuggets in me. <laughs> but like, so if I'm going to dunk a chicken nugget in you right now, where would I put it? Like in me. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Now, my mom told me, she doesn't have one, but everyone else does. She told me that everyone has a sauce receptacle, and that's mm-hmm. where you can do the donking for your chicken nuggets. Pretty sure that's also where body odor comes from. That's disgusting. <laughs> I am burying this bit forever. <laughs> Goodbye. Never Go again. I'm curious if there's anything usable in there. <laughs> Welcome to Overwitch. It's hey, a gaming hey, podcast. step off. You handed this to me in season three. You gave it to me. You were like, Ray, and just put it in my hands after you knocked me over and the wind was knocked out of me. That's what you okay. noise. That's the noise you uh, okay. made. If you're going to start the show, then start it. I'm not. I don't think there's enough Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Welcome to Overwitch, a gaming podcast where your three best friends catch you up on Overwatch if there's something new and talk about some other game. I'm your best friend, Terrence. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your best friend, Joe. And I'm your other best friend, Ray. And to, for starters, I just want to ask you guys, because that was my first time doing it, so I kind of have a little adren- adrenaline rush going on right now. How'd mm-hmm. I do? That was fantastic. You did really well. Thank you. What kind of instrument do you think Tracer plays? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ray, you got to answer the question. We yes and on this podcast. I don't know that we do. <laughs> You're right. Right. I think Tracer would play um, not maracas, but castanets. There we go. Yeah, castanets was probably what I actually was going for last time. What are castanets? Roll cue is officially here, and it's out of beta, and it is ready for everyone to play and enjoy. It is the new official quick play mode, and what that means is that all teams in quick play and competitive are assigned to 2-2-2 two, two, two comp- composition. So that means two damage players, two tanks, and two two healers. And this is interesting because it makes goats impossible. Excellent. Um, and it makes the games a lot more balanced. And it's like, it's it feels like the way the game is meant to be played. But also, it's kind of weird and restrictive that they are telling us this is the way that the game is meant to be played now. Um, How do you guys feel about it so far? I feel as though if it were released, like, as the game came out, it would be... We just have different things to complain about, really. (laughs) Like, I I like it. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's super useful. I think it... uh, Fixes a lot of issues that people had with the day-to-day game, uh, quick play gameplay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. 
and uh you know people don't have to worry about trolls anymore in that manner which is really huge yeah. to me it's telling that you bring up like when the game came out if this was how it was when the game came out when the game came out it was no limits with what we now call no limits so like you could play with six reinhardts on your team if you wanted like there you could double up on heroes and then the new normal quick play became one type or one hero like you can't have more than this more than one of the same hero on the team and now you can't have more than two of the same role and now what we had as our previous version of quick play is now called classic quick play um, and that's in that's in the arcade now. It seems like permanently, which is good. Um, that's what we were hoping for. But um, it's curious how many permutations it's gone through so far. And I I wonder what that means for the future of the game too. Like, are they going to make it where you have to have a shield tank? You know, for instance. Um, but I don't know. Ray, how's it been treating you? I wish I could switch my role while I'm in a group already without having to. Yeah. Review. Yeah. I agree. But that would hinge on the fact that everybody in the group w- wants to do that. Mm-hmm. So I can see why they didn't do it. It's just, I place solely with the team now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and it's fun. And we all just switch roles once in a while. But if I wasn't playing with the full team, I can see why that wouldn't work. And, you know, yeah. they're pretty good at uh, quality of life fixes. So I feel mm-hmm. like that wouldn't be too far from something that would come up really soon. Because yeah. I feel like that's something people might agree with. Because I do hate the fact that everybody has to get out and unqueue in order to, like, mm-hmm. switch a role. Like, if the whole team, like, did a majority vote or something. Like, hey, who wants to, re-queue? like, take up a different role? Mm-hmm. Or, like, you can just leave, like, after a game or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everybody else stays. I don't know. I guess that's it, what grouping up is for. It's weird not being able to select from the whole roster. Like it's weird not being able to be like it. N- like you know, we're in the last minute here. Let's let's switch to three supports, one tank, two da- two damage. Like mm-hmm. let's real quick throw them this curveball and see what we can do. It really limits your options of mid game changes, but. It also is really frustrating on the other end when you have two healers and then like one of them's like, oh, I've died twice. I'm ge- I guess I'm switching to Hanzo. And you're yeah. like, okay, well, <laughs> now you've left your, left your other healer high and dry. So I, I think it's limiting, um, obviously, but I think that after things settle, there will be a lot more interesting teams that come out of it at yeah. least that's mm-hmm. what i'm hoping for and a lot more usage from characters we don't see because yeah. symmetra is hot right now yeah she is and so is double barriers and that's and probably so why barrier. yeah yeah it's it's limiting i think overall it's pretty good it's i like playing roll queue um i do always feel like when i play roll queue games that i'm like i might as well just be playing playing comp yeah it's still different though it is still different it is still different but yeah hmm. Is there anything else? Yeah, the other big news with Overwatch right now is the Bastion Brick Challenge. Bastion Brick Challenge. Bastion Brick Challenge is uh, um, uh, uh, I think the like the third or fourth installment of their um, nine victory challenge mm-hmm. for a certain skin. The earlier ones seem to pertain to uh, lore, mm-hmm. but this one doesn't seem to be attached to any lore. Basically, there's a Bastion skin that looks. Remarkably similar to 
Legos, which is pretty cool because if you've been looking online, there's been a lot of Lego Overwatch crossovers and yeah, building of it is maps. A, it is a Lego event. And it is pretty awesome. It also comes with uh, about, not the whole cast, but a, 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 a chunk of the cast Lego sprays, which I think is so adorable. So yeah, check out cute. the sprays. They're, they're really cool. Basically, you just get nine victories in a row in arcade, quick play, or competitive. And nine you victories get the total. In total. Yeah. Um, not in a row. Yeah, <laughs> that would be that very would be rough. Awesome. <laughs> nah, but yeah. So go out and get your brick skin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. The we have until September thirtieth to get nine victories. So pretty pretty straightforward stuff. Just go play a little Overwatch. What do you guys like the brick skin? It's there. honestly no. Yeah. <laughs> it exists. Yeah. It just looks like a regular skin to me. It, yeah. I like the bird. I like the Lego bird. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's like my least favorite part. <laughs> well, we can have different opinions. <laughs> if I got it in a loot box, I'd probably wear it for a little bit until I went through and changed all my skins like I do every now and then. See, yeah. I imagine you as Terrence wearing Legos when you said that. <laughs> if it I is got... pretty yellowish. It, uh, yeah. He's got better yellow ones, though. He does. That's true. So, but overall, if you want some bricks to to walk around in, go do it. Nine nine wins. It'd be really cool <laughs> if his bullets were pieces of bricks, just like little Legos being just shot mini at Legos. Me. Yeah, yeah. And they have like an area of damage effect. Like if you step on it, you're like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would yeah. Mm. Oh. Uh... <laughs> That is what I was expecting. I, I, I felt it in my heart that I didn't turn off my phone before this started. Uh-huh. <laughs> and right before I grabbed it. And of course, it's 8.30. Off. And so yes. your 8.30 alarm goes Ain't off because it's 8.30. It's 8.30. Power my phone off, boys. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> just turn it off. <laughs> yes. Just... Uh, is that it for Overwatch? Uh, yeah. Um, let's, go, let's go build a brick house together. Okay. It's giving me the most incredulous look right now. I was wondering, like, my brain was searching through my facial expression, like, the connection between that. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, this is a nice little home that we've built. Yeah, it is. Hey, there's there's an animal inside. What is that, babe? Mm-hmm. What is he? Just, just, yeah. It's... What's the animal in the house, right? <laughs> it's a bird. Oh, yes, it bird. is. It is a bird. Oh my god, Joe, behind you. What? Oh, oh my god, a bear! <laughs> but he's wearing yellow shorts, so it's okay. And a backpack, he's fine. <laughs> Guh? And I cannot stress this enough. Huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Guh? Uh. Welcome to Banjo and Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie is a game for the Nintendo 64 by Rare. Born in the 90s, Banjo-Kazooie defeated Gruntilda and became a hero, but was forgotten by the gaming world until Smash Bros. decided to bring him back. Wee wee wee! Smash I cut! I totally forgot about the Smash Cut. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I was forgetting something. Well, here we are. We're in the Smash Cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would it make That's more so sense true. if we did Banjo the game first? 
No, no. We're going to interrupt talking about the game so that we can talk about Banjo-Kazooie in Smash Bros. Banjo-Kazooie in Smash Bros. By the way, listeners, um, we had no idea Banjo-Kazooie would be released why we chose Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. At least I didn't. Okay, cool. I thought no, we were on we the didn't. same page. Yeah, no. no, we totally. had chosen to... Or we didn't even choose to do Banjo-Kazooie. That was what the poll decided for us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the news about Banjo-Kazooie yeah. coming to Smash came I, out. So. I offered Banjo as an option because I knew they were coming out soon. Uh-huh. I didn't mm-hmm. think they were coming out then. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which was very Mind nice. up perfectly. But yeah, so the I, new character that was released was Banjo-Kazooie. So two in one, just like Ice Climbers, just like Duck Hunt, just like Ganondorf, just like so... just like like Fire Emblem, <laughs> like you know one of those games that you no one's ever heard of until they get added to Smash, and then you get like this renewed interest. You're like, what is this from? It's from a game on the N64 called Banjo Kazooie. But how does he work in Smash? First off, Banjo Kazooie is way more popular than all the Fire Emblem characters combined. Thank you. That was that was a that was a big joke, Terrence. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay, yep. I'm starting to see the the pieces. Sometimes, now. sometimes those are told on this podcast. I know it can be hard to tell. <laughs> Banjo Kazooie works like a regular fighter for the most yeah. part. There's no yep. weird gimmicks with Banjo Kazooie aside from the fact that there's two of them. But Kazooie yeah. is just used for attacks and defense and stuff, not mm-hmm. like an extra thing. Like yeah. hero, it, and it sounds like yeah. I'm ragging on the persona, the persona <laughs> from on Joker and Hero, but it's just nice to have a regular character come out, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and it's just it's he's, they're fun. Yeah, yeah, they feel really good in my opinion. I I really like fighting as them. The I think the most gimmicky thing that they have going for them is the Wonder Wing move. If you hit Mm -hmm. side B, they turn invincible and like do a tackle that does a lot of damage. And to do so, it consumes golden feathers, which in a standard game, you start one stock with five golden feathers. And the weird part about it is that you don't get those. There's no way of getting those back without Mm -hmm. getting KO'd. You get those five per stock, and that's just a limited resource, which is, as far as I know the first time any character has had something like that well nana if nana dies oh i guess yeah no that's that's fair yeah if if nana i don't want to treat nana as a as a gimmick but you know what i mean i mean that is ice climbers gimmick but you're right like that is one way of you can permanently lose part of your character before losing a stock Mm um but that's from taking damage uh, this is this is a consumable resource as Banjo Kazooie. Right. Um, Terrence, I want to know what you think about Banjo Kazooie. So Banjo Kazooie is yeah, he's basically well, the way I felt about him because of how normal and like Mario esque he is, you know, mm-hmm. compared in the game. I felt like it was just like well, about time. I'm so yeah. happy that Banjo Kazooie is on the game, and I'm even more happy about the announcer saying Banjo and Kazooie because it's amazing. <laughs> it's a mouthful, and he knows it. Banjo but, and Kazooie! Yeah, exactly. And um, I, I, it, it, none of his attacks are like, oh my gosh, never seen this before. But yeah. mm-hmm. it is really cool. They they kept him 100% true to his video game, Banjo-Kazooie, uh-huh. for the Nintendo 64, completely ignoring the Banjo-Kazooie for the Xbox that was a thing. Mm-hmm. It's the third one. It's uh, anyway. Was a third um, one? Yeah, and it was all about crafting stuff. Yeah, it was all bad. 
And it was like a Let's mecha grill. But you know what? You're right. I'm just gonna not talk about mm-hmm. Banjo and Kazooie. They feel great. Anybody who's ever played Banjo Kazooie for the Nintendo 64 is gonna is going to be more than happy with how this character turned out, and mm-hmm. that they kept literally almost as many aspects of the game as they could fit in there. Really? Yeah. So. Oh yeah. They used the original voice actor for Banjo. I don't know about Kazooie. Probably is the answer. I haven't looked it up. The stage is spiral the mountain. Oh yes, the stage. The stage is really good as well. And has Play really good music. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a lot of the characters from the game show up on Spiral Mountain, like Bottles. Bottles shows up. No one cares mm-hmm. about Bottles. I care about Bottles. <laughs> Listen here, you Kazooie Stan. We care about bottles. Actually, I'm sexy Gruntilda. Oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah. You knew that was going to happen. <laughs> but not here. <laughs> I didn't expect it here. Uh, um, this stage is cool because it spins. Um, and that's it. Like, yeah. you, you get different perspectives of the area around you, mm. and it's fun. But other than that, the different perspectives also provide some extra platforms sometimes. But other than that, it's pretty standard. I didn't get a chance to see his final Smash because I totally forgot that was a part of Smash Brothers. Is, what is it? Jinjo's. So, the Jinjo. So in the oh. end of the game, in uh, uh, can I spoil the end of the game? I know it's like a really old game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I uh, haven't it's beat a, it. It's a battle to the death with Gruntilda and uh, the Jinjo's <laughs> that you've helped uh, with guns. combine... <laughs> And pull out AKs and just light her up, dude. Like, it's not... <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? I can see Kazooie pulling out, like, a revolver. And just shooting Gruntilda in the face with it. And it would not break character. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> That's the only character I'd approve with the gun. Not the Jinjo army. <laughs> But no, yeah, that's that's uh, what happens is they combine, they make a big Jinjo, and they like smush you with their face. They run okay. into you. So yeah, so uh, it's the final smashes of a couple small Jinjos and the big Jinjo just ram into the enemy and kill okay. them. Well, die. That's that's Banjo and Kazooie. I really like how they feel. Like I said, I'm kind of bummed about the Wonder Wing thing. Like I feel like that it just doesn't feel good to me. To have yeah. that limited resource that doesn't come back unless you die, but maybe they'll pack. Well, it, it is a little overpowered. You're completely invincible when you use that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, that's that's fun. Now, what game are they from? So they're from the game Banjo Kazooie for the N64 by Rare, uh, and yeah, that's all I know. I, I've never it's an adventure game. game. It's like the the big puzzle, not puzzle, but platformer, Collectathon, paired up against Super Mario 64, I guess. There's some puzzle um, aspects. You could definitely There's some puzzle yeah, aspects, there's some but it's, it's a, I mean, there are puzzle pieces. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. see? You get There <laughs> we go. Um, Banjo the bear has his little sister Tootie is stolen by the witch Gruntilda because she is not the fairest in the land. And then Banjo and his friend, the bird, Kazooie, go to rescue her. And that is what happens in Banjo-Kazooie. So I do have a question now that you bring that up. Um, Are fairy tales, like, free IP? Because they definitely took from 
Snow White. It there. was inspired. Listen, the nineties, everything before two thousand was the wild west when it comes to copyright. <laughs> yeah. Law. Okay. Yeah. I'm not here to antagonize. I'm legit just curious. Are fairy tales open IP? Probably not the specific Disney princesses. Yeah. Yeah, they scooped hmm. those up. Um, let's not talk about that. That's really <laughs> sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. So let's talk about this game. How did we play this game? Um, Terrence played this game while I watched him, and I was enjoying it immensely. Yes, I did. And yeah, I did not play I... with a controller either. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about that? <laughs> so, as you guys know, if you listen to any earlier uh, pieces of our podcast, I really like starting video games on the hardest difficulty possible. <laughs> Banjo-Kazooie does not have a difficulty setting. So instead, I decided to play with a keyboard. Which uh-huh. is not the intended play of Banjo Kazooie. You can tell based on really anything that you do in Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> but it thing. was an experience. You did very well. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I didn't realize you stayed on the keyboard the whole time because I was nagging on you for dying and I didn't realize that you were still on keyboard. Yeah. So I'm sorry. But it's it's fun. It's a fun runaround game and like little world sandboxes and you literally collect everything Mm -hmm. you collect music notes so that you can open note doors you collect puzzle pieces so that you can create puzzles which allow you access to new stages further into gruntilda's castle you collect feathers for flying and eggs for shooting and uh mumbo skulls mumbo tokens for Mm -hmm. for mumbo magic Jinjos, which sounds like a slur but isn't mm-hmm. and it still makes me feel weird now there is something <laughs> you um, collect them for it... extra puzzle pieces is what yes you... uh, uh, yeah gingos are little creatures that are are caught in the puzzle or caught in the levels <laughs> uh honeycombs for mm-hmm. for more Elf. energy so you oh, can empty. survive yeah, longer okay. um now there is something we aren't mentioning and i tried to make a joke about it earlier but we we skidded past it all of these things are alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. It's the amazing world of Gumball. Yeah. Everything everything that you interact with and pick up talks to you and has a little wall of text that explains what they are. Um, now we're there's... going to play a random game. Uh, guess that item. That's a... That's a that's a musical note. No, it's the trophy for an extra life. Dang. Oh. <laughs> stuck in there. He's stuck in there. You can also Help get trophies there. <laughs> yeah. So I would like to read, and I don't usually do this reading thing in general, but I would like to read the line that the egg says. Oh, okay. no. Okay. <laughs> To you when you pick one up for the first time and I was reeling that everything was alive. We're the eggs. Kazooie can learn to use us as ammo. And they have little eyes and they're bouncing around. And then Kazooie maybe kills them when they're used. (laughs) I'm not sure. They are empty. I don't know. I don't want to think about the moral quandaries of using living eggs as weapons, (laughs) Kazooie. How, how does Kazooie use them as weapons? I think there's two ways, right? There's mm-hmm. two ways that Kazooie <laughs> uses eggs. One is 
the the the, the gulp move from the new Pokemon uh-huh. where she spits out eggs <laughs> the, forward in a straight that. line. The other one is butt arc, uh. <laughs> and and there's a where fart she... noise. Yeah, it does make a fart noise. Doesn't Whose it? Whose butt is it though? That's shooting it's, it out. It's Kazooie's it's Kazooie. butt. Kazooie sticks her butt out of the backpack and just poops out an egg. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you can just keep doing it. And Terrence did that to, to antagonize me. I pooped in a bucket. It's what happened. <laughs> yeah. in a bucket. The bucket talked to me, by the way. He asked. So, like, it was if not you're a... looking for a video game where you can just poop in a bucket, this is one of them. <laughs> the bu- bucket asks you to poop in it. The bucket it's... wants you to poop in it. <laughs> it needed you to fill it up. And, and the best way was egg poop. It, does, it doesn't need one egg or three eggs. It does need two. Two eggs. It needs number two of eggs <laughs> oh, in the bucket. Yeah. So you had to do the that. number two two times. <laughs> two eggs. Oh my gosh. Let's open a loot box. <laughs> I want to get. I want to get these. Uh, these promoted brands as close to our scatological humor as possible. <laughs> I'll take it. Let me cut chunk. Cut chunk. <laughs> that's 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 what the loot box says. Oh, look, a loot I'm box a, is walking I'm on the loot, screen right now. I'm a loot box. You can find advertisements <laughs> in me. But what's the sound you make while you're talking? Go, 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 go. I'll take it. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What is this advertisement? What is this advertisement in here? This is for trans questioning podcast? What's that? Trans Questioning Podcast is a show about what it means to be transgender. Every week, Sarah Zadig, Zadig, Sarah Zadig, Zadig, do you Zadig, Zadig, talks about her transition, the news, and answers questions from listeners. The show frequently features guests with the goal of showing that trans and non-binary, non-binary, <laughs> and non-binary oh, no. people all have different stories. Can you give me a second pass of that sentence, please? <laughs> okay. Uh, the show frequently features uh, guests with the goal of showing that trans and non-binary people all have different stories and that there is no one right way to be trans. Airs every Monday. Listen on Lunar Light Studio and wherever you get your podcasts. Go, 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 go. Read my other advertisement. Whoa, whoa. What is this one now? Now... This is a completely different name for a different podcast. It's called Ending Pending. T- tell me about it, right? Ending Pending is a podcast where hosts Andy, Evan, and Ronnie discuss television shows that never got the ending they deserved because they only lasted for a single season. Ending Pending goes episode by episode to find out what's working, what's not working, and where it all went wrong. New episodes every Wednesday on EndingPending.com and Lunar Light Studio. And also because I love them, we uh, actually did an episode of Ending Pending. So if you guys want to check that out while you're listening to their great stuff, mm-hmm. it's a funny episode as well. So. Yeah, what, it's the one that show? came out on April 1st. What was the show we did? A Gun and Oz? No, A Gun um, and Oz. That's what it was called. <laughs> yes. What was it actually yes. called? Emerald City? Emerald City. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah oh, we, we did the entire series of... Uh, emerald city so it was 
you can hear us slowly degrading into insanity, and it's mm-hmm. great. But they mm-hmm. do their show much better than us, so, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks, Loot Box. So, one thing that I want to talk about regarding Banjo-Kazooie is something that's always been important to me about this game. I think I know where we're headed. Is the cheat codes? Yep. <laughs> um, not that I like really ever used them, because uh, I'm not a filthy cheater. Um, but on the second level, it's so it's so interesting. You have to get to the second level before you can input cheat codes at all, and then you have to go through this really annoying process of ground pounding on letters in a puzzle room. And you have to do them in the right order. And if you miss one, it's it's really hard to track if you're doing it correctly. <laughs> um, but, for instance, you can, if you want to have, so infinite air so that you can breathe forever underwater, you have to go into the puzzle room and ground pound on the letters and spell out, cheat, give the bear lots of air. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I want that on a shirt still. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And if you want infinite ammo for Kazooie's eggs, you have to write cheat. Banjo begs for plenty of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about the cheats, right? Is that you have to get to the second level and you have to go through this arduous process. It means mm-hmm. that if you are doing these cheats, you are invested. Yes. You have to put in the work. You do. And it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's just like a, an entire list of these, and some of them like are regarding late game stuff. So if you haven't played through Banjo Kazooie 100 and you don't want to know all of the hidden secrets, then don't look at this list. But otherwise, just go ahead and look up Banjo Kazooie cheats, cheats, and and give yourself a, a treat. Check yeah, out, read look it. up <laughs> Banjo Kazooie cheats, and you'll be in for some tasty treats. <laughs> Very good. Um. I would like to talk about my experience with this game. All right. Now, yeah. Um, but watching Terrence play it, I I can see why it's such a beloved game. It looks very fun. It If you were on a controller, it looked like it would have felt good playing, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the level designs are really interesting, and they're vibrant. And yeah. The a thing we were going through while we were playing was whether or not there was a theme to everything going on, and did we ever come to a conclusion for that? The, the, I don't think if we there's did. a theme, I still don't know what it is. Okay, but each level had a theme for sure. Oh yeah, yeah definitely had a base theme. Like Mumbo's Mountain had tickers. Right? Yeah, and... yeah, it was like grassy hills, and like it like is part of is part of the movement in gaming that that there's a reason there's like a grass level and a mountain level and an ice level and a desert level and a lava level and a swamp level and it has haunted all of those level. things huh haunted level haunted yep haunted level. Yep. underwater level and it has all of these things but it really executes them and really comes through and like it's it's fun to go around and like explore a lot of different environments and mm-hmm. this game is does a really good job of that so the second level because we only went through the first few levels and i really want to play it with you guys again first sorry th- for the spoilers right. for the end oh no um the second level featured mimic type chests that had teeth and i thought they were just enemies but there were things inside them 
Yeah. And you had to jump inside their moving mouths to, 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 to get but them. But they also talk to you before you do it. Like, yeah. Oh, they I'll have to you. introduce themselves to you before you jump <laughs> with your whole entire body into their mouths. Mm-hmm. They're now, big chests, by the way. Yes. Level three was uh, Clanker's um, Trash Clanker's Cavern. Cavern. Clanker's and in that cavern. one, you meet good friend Clanker. Uh, who is Gruntilda's trash compactor? He mm-hmm. eats. He's a metal. Shark. It's a shark, cyborg. Well, maybe metal because it's a maybe because you go inside him, he's and fleshy. you fix him, mm-hmm. and he's fleshy on the inside. Yeah. So the outside is metal. So there's a lot of implications with that. But very fun level design. <laughs> Oh now, I if we keep going, I do want to try to to play this game with, under the assumption that there is a vor theme coming in each level. Okay, you jump in the chest. Mm-hmm. You jump in the clinker. Mm-hmm. You jump in the alligator at the swamp. Mm-hmm. Oh no! You do go inside the alligator. You go inside the uh the um oh, but you just go inside the the little thing shell. The first boss yeah. you fight. Oh yeah, yeah. you f- yep. You go inside Jabu Jabu's belly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There might be a fourth theme. Holy moly! Speaking mm. of holy moly, another thing that rhymes is mumbo jumbo. <laughs> let's, let's talk about mumbo jumbo. <laughs> oh my! Mumbo God. jumbo. Mumbo jumbo. Okay, I was on a little bit of a quest earlier today and i was going through a lot of my old tweets and there's one from like i think the beginning of 2017 or something that says put mumbo jumbo in smash now oh what (laughs) we got it we got it we we did it um who's mumbo jumbo and why are they amazing mumbo jumbo is the shaman of the video game Mm -hmm. he is neutral because he lives in gratilda's castle Mm-hmm. And when Gruntilda turns beautiful in her um, ending game credits, he yeah. tries to sway her with his yeah. flowers. If Gruntilda wins, she takes all of Tootie's beauty and makes it her own. And she becomes sexy Gruntilda. And then Mumbo Jumbo in the in the game over screen is like flirting with her. I love that Mumbo Jumbo does not take sides. Like he's just mm-hmm. he's just living his own life. Mm-hmm. But he helps Banjo through his quest if you if you get him his currency, his mumbo tokens. Yeah. He will That's transform a... you into a stage appropriate creature. Mm-hmm. Which, Ray, I can't wait for you to find out what stage appropriate creatures you get turned into. As <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing, and I love animal companions in games, mm-hmm. and it would have been weird if Banjo and Kazooie had animal companions because they're animals. Donkey Kong you're fine because your animals also mm-hmm. talk to you. But you just become the animal. Yeah. And that's really cool. You turn into a ticker and you get to climb up the thingy, the, the anthill. And, yeah, well, and this fun. is, you know, this is after Donkey Kong Country 2. Mm. This is a rare game. And they started with animal, animal companions. And then in 2, you have the option of becoming the animal so that the whole stage can be designed around that and then they do that again in banjo kazooie there's not an animal companion on every stage but some of the stages are designed around you turning into whatever it is on that stage Mm -hmm. that you are able to turn into right now there is there are two things i'd like to bring up Mm -hmm. one is bad and one is good which one do you want first bad first 
What are those slime sewer enemies? And why do they make slurp noises when you kill them and they fall out of the thingy? I don't think you want an answer to that question, Ray. Yeah. The other thing is, this experience of Banjo-Kazooie heavily hinged on the fact that it was fully voice acted by my friends Joe, Terrence, and me. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Joe just started reading lines at some point uh, in character voices, and it was very cute, and it carried through. The poop bucket still has the best voice, by far. (laughs) Hey, can we get a bucket voice? Let me look up his lines. Yeah. Leaky. Leaky the bucket. Uh, Leaky says, Me leaky, no good for water. Can bear black hole with pable? And then after you poop in him twice, he says, Leaky pitched up, now empty water for bear. And that's right. After you fill the bucket up with two pebbles, the lake that's nearby him empties. Access the the cheat room. (laughs) There's some wild things that happen in this game. Oh, man. Um, My reaction to Clanker... And my reaction to, to water-based anything is always fear. Mm-hmm. But I saw Clanker, and I saw that he had a good heart on him. And even though he looks super scary, yeah. he and will eat you. Because the spoilers for the third level, second level. Third, it depends on third the order. Level. Second yeah. or third level yeah. in Banjo-Kazooie. When you come in, you're swimming through like a tunnel. And the first thing you see is his, his huge teeth. Yeah. And mouth, and then this nostril and smile. But he and, does talk to you, and he talks yeah. to you, and it, he's cool. He's like, I, I, I don't want to be down here anymore, please. Yeah. And you help him. Yeah, yeah. I remember being terrified of that until like he started talking. He's like, I'm stuck underwater. I want to go breathe the fresh air. And you're like, Oh, you're just a big gentle giant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's great. I really. I think like you definitely him. have to risk your life like hardcore to get him some fresh air. That's true. Oh yeah, it's, you that's swim. That's a scary level. A thing you know, to do on that level. I remember you swimming down there, Terrence. You get, so you have to swim down to the bottom of this like cavern that he's being held in, so that you can release this little chain, so that he can swim up. He's still in the cavern, but he can be on the surface. And when you get down into the bottom of this pit, there's this little fish down there that like pops out air bubbles for you. And I remember bubbles. Terrence. Is his name Bubbles? That's what we said. I thought he said something. I, I was going to say, I remember Terrence being like, man, this, this fish is like the unsung hero of this game. Thank you. Thank you. But I can't remember what the fish's name is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Bubbles or we made that up. It's one of the other. That Bubbles actually saved your life. Bubbles is a very good hero. Another unsung hero of this game is actually Kazooie. Who does all the work. Who does all the work. Yeah. Who to- who tells Banjo to wake up when his sister's being kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And then also is the one that does egg powers. Mm-hmm. And Oh, we didn't we haven't even talked about bottles. Who teaches you new moves. Okay. <laughs> Alright, bottles teaches you new moves. Not a fan of bottles. <laughs> okay. Apparently no one's a fan of bottles. Bottles is a mole that teaches you new moves and gives you the tutorial and shows up. And it is kind of frustrating because, like, 
he teaches you new moves and you have to talk to him before you can do them. So if you've played the game before, you can't like mm. do things in the area until you go and find out where Bottle's little molehills are. It's also frustrating because he and Kazooie are really mean to one another, like uh-huh. for no yeah, reason. It's just that edgy nineties humor, I guess. But like it's just mean spirited and, and It doesn't land. It doesn't land. Because yeah. they both seem like very nice characters. Yeah. Except when yeah. they're in front of each other and you're like, yeah. this hatred does not feel warranted. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since there's a little girl's life on the line and all they can mm-hmm. do is mm-hmm. tell each other you're ugly. Yeah, but Kazooie's kind of supposed to be sassy and she's just mean. Yeah, exactly. So Banjo and Kazooie has always been really near and dear to my heart. Um, the fact that it wasn't used as a Super Smash Bros. character is one of the most frustrating, until now, is one of the most frustrating things of me growing up because he was in Banjo, he was in Diddy Kong Racing, mm-hmm. which is another thing that came out when all the really big Nintendo 64 games came out. I'm sure he would have been a character if it wasn't for some kind of legality thing. That at the time. game yeah. was a legality nightmare. Like, the, yeah. like <laughs> there's so much that went into that. Yeah, no, I'm sure. But still, I mean, you know, we were we were always waiting for it. Like literally every game, we were like, Banjo Kazooie should be in this game. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, uh, the game had everything I wanted in it. And isn't it funny how you guys were mentioning at the beginning all the collectibles? Wasn't that just the recipe of old games? It was mm-hmm. like if we just mm-hmm. make it so you are finding eight hundred different things all the time, it's fun. And, I mean, when it comes down to it, that's really what you're doing. You don't have to fight very often. If you yeah. don't want to fight, you really don't have to most of the time. Yeah, yeah. there weren't a lot of bosses, were there? There's not a lot of enemies. And they don't come back. They don't come back until you leave the level. Yeah. Which is really interesting. But the levels are so much fun. They have so many of them, all very unique. You can almost feel how much fun the creators had in creating these levels. Like, I mean, the swamp level... Is not one of my favorites. No, <laughs> swamp level's not good. <laughs> but it it it's so much different than any other level that you have to experience it. You know, mm. like there's a bunch of different aspects of it, and it definitely features one of the hardest mini games in my opinion of the series. Mm. You are turned into an alligator, and you have to compete against another alligator on who can eat the most turnips or whatever they're like running after. It's like little vegetables and for some reason the person you're playing against is a pro so that's really annoying are the vegetables alive probably probably jumping around with eyes they're probably asking you not to eat them but um i will say this my favorite level which you will experience ray is the haunted level Mm -hmm. super cool and i will leave it at that i really like the pyramids level i do like that pyramids level yeah it's absolutely absolutely it's so cool i i remember just like flying around on that one for fun like yeah 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 and that's the thing is like the, it's not it's a collectathon but really they're putting the music notes and the puzzle pieces all over these levels because they're fun little sandboxes to explore and they just encourage you to explore them in their fullness and mm-hmm. that's that's what's fun about the game is exploring these different areas and I think I mentioned while we were playing that picking up a puzzle piece, because sometimes they're behind like small fights or small puzzles or hidden mm-hmm. in like offshoot coves. I'm like, it it feels like picking up a moon in Super Mario Odyssey, which I hadn't made that connection until going back and playing Banjo-Kazooie. But th- that feels more like 
Odyssey than any Mario game. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the point the point of collecting moons in Odyssey is to to just do a little thing and go on the go. And mm-hmm. so where's my Banjo-Kazooie port? Where's my remake? <laughs> I don't Where? want a remake. I want Banjo Kazooie Odyssey. Like that would be tight. But I that's I, I we got we're playing it now. We, we got, got Banjo Kazooie Smash. In Smash. I don't want to shoot for the moon. I'm I'm yeah. happy that Banjo Kazooie hasn't did. been forgotten. What? I said Mario's shot for the moon. Uh, kill me. <laughs> Alright, I'm done talking. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed playing this game with y'all it was super fun i i'm surprised it's a game i missed growing up um yeah along with as a nintendo 64 fan i missed a lot of the games i didn't play ocarina of time (laughs) i didn't play pokemon snap or stadium 2 or this i missed a lot of the games i basically had super mario 64 and paper mario and yoshi's story uh, oh, very good ones though yeah like, yeah they, they kind of cemented my my place in in being a nintendo fan and here is rare coming up with banjo kazooie and i'm like i missed out on a beautiful bird bear relationship but you didn't you can still play it yeah, yeah, I can still play it. it's still good it holds up it, it mm-hmm. does it definitely does well folks Let's let's get into it. Are we planning on continuing to spend time on this game after this episode goes up? Go huh? That's a yes from Ray. Terrence, I would you? love to, but I played this game a, a little bit of history about me. This game, I almost completed at 100% by myself. And then I remember sitting in my grandmother's basement. My cousin grabs the controller, goes to my account, deletes the account by accident. In my face. <laughs> <laughs> while i'm sitting there it was the most it was it was it was life-changing yeah. really <laughs> oh. and i so i completed it so i would like to complete this is what i'm getting at i would like to complete this but i would also like to complete it with you guys because that's when i got the maximum amount of enjoyment that i, I had a lot of fun it. with you all mm-hmm. oh man say it ain't so i was very strongly planning on saying no like i no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend more time on this game right now. Like, it's it's one of those things that I'm always gonna want to go back to. But mm-hmm. it, it's just not a good time for me right now. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it will be a good time for me to spend on a decades old video game, <laughs> which is a bummer. Like, I uh, wait. Um. Don't you play RuneScape like all the all the time? time. <laughs> but I can I can play that while I'm editing. <laughs> <laughs> When will I have time on a decade-old video game? <laughs> um, but if if I if it just sounds like too much fun to pass up to play it with the two of you, so I will I will continue to play it if we That's can play my it together. Thing too. And I can continue to you know drag you down with my voice acting. Oh, um, my don't you yeah. dare! <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my thing. Honestly, if it weren't for you guys, there's there's no way. Like, come on, I don't even play solo games. But mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. like straight up. There are levels that I want to see again. I I just want to yeah. see them again. Like that's that's my thing. And yeah. just seeing it with Ray, who hasn't seen them, and Joe, who like does the voice acting. Like this is perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, um, 
I think next week, because so little quick programming note, we are a week late on this episode, as you may have noticed. And so we're going to get back on track by doing another episode next week and then go back to our normal biweekly schedule after that. Um, we wanted to do Borderlands 3 next time. Uh, just came out recently. I've been a big Borderlands fan my whole life. It was a big part of early gaming friendship for me and Ray. Um, but it's not available on Steam right now. If It's available like on PS4 and like the Epic Games Store or something, and I don't want to download that malware in order to play Borderlands 3. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we will do that at some point. We'll do it at some point. Um, but instead, we're going to play Control. Uh, which is available on PS4 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna just plan came on... out late August. Yeah, it just came out a little bit under a month ago. So we're going to plan on playing that and coming at you with our hot takes next week, and then we'll be back on schedule. And if you want to reach out to us, if you're curious about... Um, I don't know if, if if you have a oh you know what if you have a really cool banjo and kazooie like costume for Halloween this year, send it to us uh, at Overwitchcast. <laughs> oh yeah, or or reach out and talk to us. Send us an email at overwitchpodcast at gmail We would love to hear from you. Send us a, write us a review, and thanks once more for all your patience in this rougher transition between seasons than we had anticipated. Uh, We're looking forward to getting back on schedule and looking forward to talking to y'all again next week. Am I missing anything folks? Uh, nah. Nah. Thanks for listening. This has been Overwitch. We love you with all our hearts. Until next time, stay gamer. Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm just reading Philosophical Trends in the Feminist Movement by Anuradha Gandhi. Why don't you have a seat and we'll discuss the shortcomings of Western feminism and how we can address these issues. Johnny! Johnny, what what are you doing in my house? I'm sorry, I, I don't have a fireplace. I don't live in like a petite bourgeois like mansion with a fireplace i have a mouth lung setup i was gonna look all cool i have a smoking jacket listen we 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 have to this is an audio medium they can't see all of this we if you if you want to do a promo why don't we just do a promo fine because you know it's sexist for me to be doing it alone anyways hi welcome to comradical i'm Haley rose and this is my co-host johnny samuvati this is an educational podcast about socialism and you We take high-concept ideas and bring them down into more easily digestible, humorous bits so that you can maybe get a handle on some of these theories. We go over how having a materialist understanding of the world around you can help make the world a little bit brighter for you and a little bit better for everyone else. We air every other Thursday only on Lunar Light Studio. So tune in. Seize the means. Stay calm, radical.